Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. I wanted to give you a preview of what's coming up in our next episode before we get started here. I'm going to run a mock draft probably Saturday on the YouTube channel, and then I'm going to use the results of that mock draft, and then I'm going to use the results of that draft to give you an idea of what the Rams starting 22 would look like come September. And I'll include the punter, kicker, and long snapper. Who the heck knows who they are right now? So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to treat this like the real deal. What is Les Need going to do with these picks to replenish this roster and make this team competitive in 2023? No experiments, no messing around. And I think the results of that are going to make Ram fans feel a little bit better about their chances in 2023. I'm also going to come back next week with my periodic LA roundabout. I especially want to do a preseason check-in on the Dodgers and Angels. Actually, a little late on that, the Dodgers and Angels will be getting started a few days before that. And take a look at the Kings, Clippers, and Lakers playoff prospects. And of course, the Mighty Ducks as well. This episode, you know, I got away from doing our position group analysis. I went through the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Then I jumped over to the inside linebackers after Bobby Wagner left the Rams. And I kind of left it at that. Got to get back into that. In this episode, I'm going to tell you how I feel about the Rams defensive line, what they might do to improve it free agency in the draft, and what that starting unit might look like come September as well. And I'm also going to include two more snippets from Payo Times live stream. Two questions that were posed to me during that live stream. How do the Rams plug their holes on defense? Kind of aligns with this discussion about the defensive line. And what's the big deal with this college quarterback everyone is talking about? USC's Caleb Williams. So that's coming up here. The only real news to talk about, y'all probably know by now, Marquise Copeland is coming back to the Rams. And again, yet another reason to talk defensive line this episode. And we're going to get into that right after this discussion with Peo Time and his guests on that live stream. Let's get into that right now. Um, Nifty has one more question here. Uh, and he says, what do you guys think the Rams will do to address the holes in the defense? Um, clearly, you know, I think – I believe you've mentioned this on your podcast, and I've heard some other, you know, Ram fans talk about this. The the Rams are looking to get younger on defense. They're looking to get cheaper on defense. We had a lot of money invested in the defense, and uh, – I think they're going to look primarily to the draft. I don't see them going and making a big trade or a big free agent signing for this defense this year. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty clear. I, I'd be really surprised if, you know, those first three picks, one of them's got to be a cornerback and one of them's got to be an edge. And I could see two cornerbacks and an edge. The only, the only 
qualifying factor on that is this is a really deep draft in cornerbacks, so mm-hmm. they could wait later for their second cornerback, but they, they got to replenish that. Those two groups, definitely. There will probably be some late cuts by other teams or some straggling free agents that the Rams will grab to help replenish that defense. But, you know, I think they, it's very clear to me, as they do almost every year, they're gearing, they're, they want four compensatory picks and they're probably going to get four comp picks. And, and if you sign a free agent right now, uh, that'll work against it, right? It dings you in that formula. So I think they're just waiting uh, and they're going to, you know, they got 11 draft picks. I think yeah. they're going to end up drafting 9, 10, 11, or 12 guys. And yeah. I would expect the majority of them to be on defense. Ron here. Hello, Ron. Good to see you. Uh, a, a few people I've noticed have been talking about Caleb Williams. Um, and and I, I personally, I don't follow college football very closely, just very passively. But so many Ram fans are talking about Caleb Williams <laughs> out of USC. Um, can you maybe give a little more context to the excitement behind Williams? And do you think he's that good that the Rams should be trying to figure out how to you know draft him? Well, I, I think Caleb Williams is, uh, the consensus is he's a generational talent. He's, okay. he's incredible. He will be the first pick in the draft. Uh, yeah. at, at this point, it's almost, you know, nothing's 100%, but in the 2024 draft, he will be the first pick. And there's going to be um, a trading, a draft trading frenzy, everybody trying to get up and get that pick. I don't know. You know, my, my uh, son who I call my special assistant on the podcast, he <laughs> thinks uh, he just wants Caleb Williams. So, and he asked the same question, you know, are the Rams, are the Rams loading up so they can go get Caleb Williams? Well, you can't count on that because yeah. whoever ends up with that first pick, you know, if they need a quarterback, they're not moving off of Caleb. Williams. you might move off of Bryce young. You might move off of CJ Stroud you're not moving off Caleb Williams if if you if you need a even if you already have your quarterback you know unless others well, probably a handful of teams you know the, the Bengals if the, the Bengals aren't going to end up with the first pick but if they did and they had Joe Burrow yeah they'll, they'll probably trade out of there but probably probably twenty teams in the NFL that have that first pick are going to stick there and draft Caleb Williams. So I guess what I'm saying is don't count on it. You know, you could have all the draft capital you want and you might not be able to move up and get that number one pick in 2024. But yeah, he's, he's the real deal. Uh, He's going to be something special in the NFL. That's awesome, yeah. No, and, and it's it's always exciting when it, when a young quarterback like that is is coming up through the college ranks, and we we saw that a lot with Trevor Lawrence, uh, and 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 clearly in year two he's proven that he can be a, a reliable starting quarterback, um, and and w- if he continues to go up the, the way that he yeah, I think what what Ram fans should be pulling for is that Caleb Williams ends up on an AFC team. The, the NFC is quarterback depleted and yeah, that way. Definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah. And, and I feel like this past week I've had so many people ask me like, Oh, rank your top three NFC quarterbacks. And I like, I guess you got to put Jalen hurts up at number one after last season. 
I would put I'm comfortable putting a healthy Matt Stafford at number right. two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then now, like, a lot of a lot of people were dinging Stafford for last year, but I don't think that's fair. Yeah. There was just too much going on. Absolutely, absolutely. Willie Bowen asks a question: Who's the backup tight end to Tyler Higby? So we know that Bryson Hopkins is there, uh, and Hunter Long, who we just got in the Jalen Ramsey trade. Who, if anyone saw, I broke down his only catch. In a, <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, yeah. That's really all you can do is one catch for eight yards. <laughs> Great. Uh, but, yeah, I guess what are your thoughts on uh, the tight end room for, for the Rams? I do think the Rams drafted tight end this year. This draft is stacked with tight ends, probably the strongest position in the draft. Really? And, and one of them, I think, is going to slip. Uh, I originally thought, you know, hey, with the Rams draft, Darnell Washington, if he was there, that guy is incredible. And there's a few other guys too. Um, Luke Musgrave, uh, the guy from uh, Utah, I can't think of his name right now. There's some really, really good tight ends throughout the draft. But, you know, Tyler Higby is an interesting case. If they were really going to gear up for 2023, like I thought they might, Tyler Higby probably would have got cut, would get cut uh, post June 1. Uh, they could cut him with very little salary cap pain yeah. and just move on from him because I don't really know if they're getting their their, their money's worth from him at this point. I, don't get me wrong. I love Tyler Higby. But at this point, if they might as well kind of keep him around, you know, they might yeah. as well. And I think Bryce Hop, Bryson Hopkins is the number two and Hunter Long will have some proving to do. I don't know if Hunter Long was a throw-in. I heard that McVay really liked him. <laughs> but, you know, coming out of the draft out of Boston College, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be just a competition. I would hope a Bryson Hopkins. And he's another guy like Kyron Williams and uh, Lance McCutcheon. You know, we, we finally saw – I saw Bryson Hopkins was my disappearing man, you know, his rookie year and his second year. And then finally – Higby gets hurt and Hopkins steps up in the playoffs. Why have they been hiding this guy? Why don't they get him on the field, get him some snaps? And then, and then last year, you know, not much production again. I was really confused, but to answer the question, I I think Hopkins will start out as, as the backup and uh, Hunter Long, you know, if he can, it'll be a competition. That's pretty much a wrap on the Payo Time live stream. Been diving into that for three episodes now. Hope to collaborate with him again. He's got a really good YouTube channel. Check it out. Subscribe to his channel. Subscribe to mine as well. I think you'll find some really good content. Next up, we will talk Rams defensive line. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boost all tournament long. Still riding with UCLA Amari Bailey. Getting it done. He is the Bruins ace in the hole. And I love the way San Diego State plays defense both these teams play really good defense, pulling for them to advance, and that's where I'm putting my money to. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TPPN. Right now, new customers can bet $500 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Well, we got away from doing our analysis of ram position groups. We were on a roll there for a while. We covered the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. And we jumped over to inside linebacker when the Rams let Bobby Wagner walk. Let's get back into that groove. Let's talk about the Rams defensive line. And it's probably a good time because some things have happened. Greg Gaines has signed with the Bucks. Marquise Copeland brought back into the fold. So we're starting to get some clarity. The only thing left to figure out is what's going to happen with Ashawn Robinson. If Ashawn Robinson comes back, this unit is good to go, in my opinion. Yeah, we might still draft a defensive lineman in the mid to late rounds, but I'd be comfortable rolling with this unit. But in all likelihood, Ashawn will not be back. So for this discussion, let's assume that to be the case. Then how does this unit stack up? Well, clearly... Aaron Donald is the core of this unit, and starting alongside him, my guess would be Marquise Copeland or perhaps Bobby Brown in the middle, along with Jonah Williams as a starter as well. Laurel Murchison will back up Aaron Donald, and then we have Ernest Brown and TJ Carter backing up Jonah Williams, something like that. Uh, Now, I'm comfortable with Donald and Copeland as starters, Bobby Brown and Murchison as backups. Maybe not as comfortable with Jonah Williams backed up by Ernest Brown and TJ Carter. But how could the Rams beef up this unit? Well, there's a few ex-Rams out there, but I don't think any of them are really an option. There's Ndamant Kong Su, Stafford's best friend. Michael Brockers, perhaps one of Aaron Donald's best friends. And another ex-Ram, Quentin Jefferson, spent some time with the Seahawks. And then there's 30-year-old Linval Joseph. There's a bunch of other free agents. Now the Rams may pick up someone after June 1st that gets cut, or one of these guys perhaps. Hey, and there's also Robert Quinn and Frank Clark. Could you bring one of them back in? But what I think what is most likely going to happen, the Rams are going to spend a draft pick on a defensive lineman. And let's go through some guys that could be there for them. There's going to be a few at the top of the draft that we can probably write off. The one guy that I could see the Rams moving up to draft, and I would be okay with it perhaps, although we really need edge rusher and a couple cornerbacks more desperately, that's Kalijah Kansi out of Pittsburgh, 6'1", 289. He's undersized, a one-gapping defensive tackle. This guy is explosive and productive, 14 and a half sacks in two years. That's Aaron Donald's alma mater, but Cansey won't be there at 36. The Rams would have to package some picks to move up into the mid or late round to get him, so that's probably not going to happen. Now, if they wanted to go defensive lineman with their first pick, that number 36 overall, there's four guys that they could jump all over. Mazzy Smith out of Michigan, Siaki Aika out of Baylor, Tui Tui Pulotu out of USC, and Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin. 
These guys were all really promising NFL prospects, but I would guess the Rams are not going to go defensive line at that spot. Now, they have two picks in the third round. Could they use one of those on defensive line? It's possible. And who would the candidates be? Gervon Dexter out of Florida, 6'6", 310. They say he's NFL ready, could start day one. Colby Wooden out of Auburn, 6'4", 275, probably more of a defensive end type. He's one of those guys with great character and scheme versatility. So the Rams could go that way. Zach Pickens out of South Carolina, 6'4", 291, athletic interior defender. And then there's Jacqueline Roy out of LSU, 6'3", 305. Watch some film on this guy and you'll fall in love with him pretty quick. And another guy they'd have to jump on in the third round, Carl Brooks out of Bowling Green, 6'3", 303. Two-time team captain, 48 career starts, just explosive and really productive. So in my opinion, if the Rams were going to wait until that second pick in the third round, their third pick overall to go defensive lineman, Brooks and Roy would be good options. Those are the two guys maybe most likely there. Really hard to say. I know a lot of people are falling in love with Brooks of late, but I think the other guys you'd have to use that first third round pick. Roy and Brooks might be there for that second pick, and those guys would be options. Now, what if you waited until later? And that's what I think the Rams will do. There's three guys I'm going to identify here that if the Rams could move up into the fourth round to take Mike Morris of Michigan, 6'5", 275, I would be supportive of that. Morris has been slipping. He had a really poor combine, but you can't dismiss the production. This guy's a really good player. Are the Rams going to put a lot of weight on that combine performance and pass on Morris? But if he was there in the fifth round, you got to jump all over that. And two other guys that might be there, if they can get into the fourth round, they might last to the fifth. Grab one of these guys, Jalen Redmond out of Oklahoma, 6'2", 291, and Tyler Lacey out of Oklahoma State, 6'4", 279. Lacey has that talent to be an interior rusher. Kind of reminds me of Greg Gaines a little bit. Productive against the run. It can get after the quarterback a little bit. So those would be my three guys to look for later in the draft. That's what I think the Rams should do. Mike Morris maybe in the fourth. Jalen Redmond, Tyler Lacey, if one of them slid to the fifth. And if you really like one of these guys, trade up a little bit early fourth, late fourth, and grab the player of your choice. They need to round out this unit just a little bit, I think. Aaron Donald, Marquise Copeland, Bobby Brown, Jonah Williams. Got one great player and a handful of really promising players. Bring in one of these guys would really help, I think. Or, hey, maybe they bring in a veteran free agent because we are pretty young along that front outside of Aaron Donald, so they may go that route too. Look for this roster to get beefed up by one player, either a veteran signing, late free agency, or one of these rookies. But don't lose too much sleep over this position group because we still have number 99. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up. 
stay safe and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe, Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamahama. Hama.